And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon at Lone Depot Park in Miami, the Marlins were trying to salvage a game in their three-game series against the Diamondbacks. Marlins, with a loss, were in danger of falling to 500 at 12 and 12. Diamondbacks were uh, looking to improve to 13 and 13. Eliezer Hernandez went opposite of Madison Bumgarner. And the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. A tough 8-7 loss for the Marlins this afternoon as they get swept in this three-game series by the Arizona Diamondbacks. It was a back-and-forth affair. Marlins took the lead in the last of the eighth, coughed it up in the top of the ninth, and couldn't get it done in the last of the ninth inning. Let's get right to the highlights in this one. Things started quickly for the Marlins. Eliezer Hernandez pitched a scoreless top of the first, and in the bottom of the first inning, facing Madison Bumgarner, leading off today for the fourth time this season, John Birdie. Two ball pitch to Birdie is slammed to left and deep. Back goes Peralta onto the track at the wall. Goodbye. It's a first inning leadoff home run for John Birdie and a quick 1-0 Marlins lead. For Birdie, his fourth career first inning leadoff home run, his first of this season, second by a Marlin. Jazz had one earlier in the year. Now Bumgarner retired the next three on fly balls. Aguilar to center, Soler and Cooper to right. On his way back to the first base dugout after the bottom of the first inning, Dan Bellino, the first base umpire, stopped him, as is the routine, to uh, check his hand for foreign substances. And something was said, and we may find out after the game exactly what it was, but the two of them got quite animated in a hurry, and Dan Bellino threw Bumgarner out of this game after just one inning and 13 pitches. This became essentially a bullpen day for the D-backs. And they were down one nothing after one. In the second, Corbin Martin, who'd cover four innings today, walked the first man, Brian Anderson. He allowed a single to Jazz Chisholm. Start of a big day for Jazz. Miguel Rojas walked, so the Marlins had the bases loaded with nobody out trying to extend their lead. Brian De La Cruz was the hitter. Payoff pitch, and De La Cruz shoots one in the air. Right center field hanging up there. Smith over to make the catch. Runner tags from third. Racing to the plate, Anderson. Throw comes into third base. A sack fly for De La Cruz and a 2-0 Marlins lead. And the Marlins had a chance for more at that point. They had a couple men on for the catcher, Peyton Henry, into this bat 0 for 14 on the season. The 1-1, and Henry laces one to right for a base hit. There's number one. Chisholm waved the third coming home. The throws in toward third base. It's an RBI single for Peyton Henry and a 3-0 Marlins lead. So things were looking good at that point. Eliezer Hernandez was cruising along through three, but in the fourth, the wheels came off the wagon for the Marlins right-hander. He got the first out, Seth Beer, a ground ball to second, but then Eliezer walked Cooper Hummel, a Cattell Marte double, just a slow ground ball up the third baseline against a shift. Put men at second and third with one out for third baseman Sergio Alcantara. Mariano Rivera, there's a ball hit hard. Fair over the bag at first into the right field corner by Alcantara. That's going to score two runs. Sergio Alcantara around second. He is digging for third. Jazz the relay throw. It's offline. It's a two-run triple for Alcantara. And the D-backs are on the scoreboard and back with a run now at 3-2. And they weren't done with Sergio at third base. Up to the plate, step the shortstop, Geraldo Perdomo. Eliezer fires. There's a liner to right, and we're tied at three. Perdomo delivers home to score Alcantara. It's a three-run fourth for Arizona. At that point, just hit number 10 and 51 at bats this year for Perdomo. It was his first RBI. 
Jose Herrera, the rookie catcher, then struck out for the second out in the inning. But with a man on, Dalton Varsho stepped up trying to untie the 3-3 game. Three for nine, two doubles in the series. And he drives one toward right center. Anderson going back. Back goes De La Cruz at the wall. Home run! Dalton Varsho, a two-run shot. The D-backs have scored five times in the fourth. They've turned it around. They lead 5-3. Well, Paven Smith would bounce to second, ending the fourth inning and also ending the day for Eliezer. Done after four innings of five-hit, five-run ball. Walked three, struck out three, allowed that Varsho home run. 78 pitches, 48 strikes. It was 5-3 Arizona after four. Richard Blyer with a strikeout in one, two, three, fifth inning. Then Tanner Scott came on to pitch the sixth for the Marlins, down by a couple. He allowed a base hit to Cattell Marte, leading things off, then faced Sergio Alcantara. Alcantara from the right side, lines went over Jazz, right center field this time. That's a hit, and it gets past Sanchez. It's going to go to the wall. A big mistake in center. Marte's going to score. Alcantara to third. He'll be held there. 6-3 D-back. So Arizona had a three-run lead at that point, and it would stay 6-3 until the bottom half of the seventh inning after Kyle Nelson had pitched a 1-2-3-6 and gotten the first two outs in the seventh. Noe Ramirez came on to face the top of the order, John Birdie. Two outs, nobody on. First ball hitting, long drive, deep to left, way back. John Birdie's done it again. It's a two-home run game for the Marlins' third baseman, and it's 6-4. to four. Birdie with his first ever two-homer game in the big leagues. He'd hit 12 home runs in the major leagues before today, his first two of 2022. That one made it, at that point, a two-run game, but not for long. Following Birdie to the plate, Jesus Aguilar. Aguilar, high fly ball, left field deep, Peralta back at the wall, back-to-back, and it's a one-run game. Aguilar would go three for five in this game, a double and a home run. He had one extra base hit all season coming into today. His bat really picking up his home run. Second, he's hit this year, and it was 6-5 at the end of seven. Cole Solser pitched a scoreless top of the eighth inning. He walked the first two men. A sack bunt put runners at second and third with one out, but Geraldo Perdomo hit a liner toward first base. Aguilar went as high as he could to catch it. And then threw all the way across the diamond back to third base, doubling Cooper Hummel off a huge 3-5 double play on the line drive to get this game into the bottom of the eighth. Marlins down a run at 6-5. With Noe Ramirez on the mound, Garrett Cooper struck out for out number one, but Brian Anderson then singled. Andy on base twice in this game, a single and a walk. They brought the lefty Jeff Mantiply into the ball game to face Jazz Chisholm. Jazz with a hit. His second in the game was on base three times, including a walk. That pushed Anderson to second base. So he had two men on with one out. Marlins down by a run in the eighth inning. Miguel Rojas sent a fly ball down the right field line. A nice running catch out there by Pavin Smith for the second out. On the play, Anderson tagged and took third base. So now down by one, tying man at third. Go ahead, man at first with two outs in the eighth inning. And the lefty Mantiply had to face Brian De La Cruz. It'll be a 2-2 Mantiply to De La Cruz. Jazz runs. De La Cruz back up the middle. Into center field to tie it. Jazz headed to third. The ball is juggled for second, but he's going to stay at third base as they fired back to the infield. Jazz was thinking about it. You could tell 
Jazz was thinking about it. Al Padrique said, hold it there, <laughs> but it's 6-6 six, six in the eighth. And Jazz, while he would stay at third base for a minute, wouldn't be there for long. The lefty Mantiply left the ball game. They brought Kenyon Middleton on to pitch with Avi Garcia introduces a pinch hitter. Garcia, who's really struggled this year, had a big chance with a man at third. The go-ahead man, 90 feet away, two outs in the eighth. The 0-1... Outside in the dirt, rolls toward the dugout. A play at the plate, and Jazz is safe. The ball gets away. It's backed up, though, by Alcantara. The Marlins go up 7-6 on a wild pitch. So Garcia didn't need the big hit. Marlins had the lead nonetheless. He would strike out in the at-bat, sending this one to the ninth. Miami back on top. Remember, they led 3-0. They trailed 6-3. They come back with two in the seventh, two in the eighth, carried a 7-6 lead into the ninth. Anthony Bender came on to try to lock down his seventh consecutive save conversion. Hadn't blown a save since opening day in San Francisco. He struck out pinch hitter Jordan Luplo leading things off, but then a single by Dalton Varsho gave the D-backs life. They had the tying man on, one out, and the South Floridian, the Palm Beach County native, Paven Smith, was the batter. Bender fires the 2-2 in the air, deep to right, down the line, at the wall. Fair ball, Arizona leads 8-7. Paven Smith out of Jupiter, Palm Beach Gardens High School. His second homer in the series, and back and forth we go. 8-7, the D-backs led it. Ian Kennedy came on in the bottom half of the ninth inning. He got John Birdie in a fly ball to right for the first up, but when Jesus Aguilar singled, the Marlins had the tying man on with one out. Jesus Sanchez pinch ran at first base. Jorge Soler a fly ball to right for the second out. So down to their final out, tying man on. Garrett Cooper, the winning man at the plate, facing the right-hander Kennedy. The 1-1 to Cooper is driven on a line to center field. Varshall comes on, makes the catch, and the Diamondbacks win it. They sweep the series. 8-7, the final score this afternoon. Arizona, three straight, one-run wins at Lone Depot Park this year for the Marlins. It's the end of a 2-4 and four homestand. Four straight losses now after the seven-game winning streak. For Arizona, eight runs, nine hits, no errors, five left. For the Marlins, seven runs, ten hits and an error. They left six in this one. Kenyon Middleton, the winner in relief, one and one. Anthony Bender, the blown save, his second. The loss, he's 0-3. Ian Kennedy save number three. Time of the ballgame, three hours, 25 minutes. The D-backs have won three straight, five of six. They're 10-5 and five after three and eight start. Back to 500 here at 13-13 and 13 on the season, including eight and six on the road. As for the Marlins, well, they've lost four in a row following their seven-game winning streak. They fall to 500 at 12-12. 12 12. They're 6-7 and seven here at Lone Depot Park. Very frustrating setback, very frustrating three-game series. So close, but the Marlins come up short, get swept by Arizona. The Marlins and Otter Nation again working together to help strike out cancer in our communities here in 2022. Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to Otter Nation's Drive Pink Initiative to support cancer research. 11 Ks today, that's $275 for the season. Now 216 strikeouts, $5,400 from the Marlins Foundation that's a heartbreaker at Lone Depot Park yesterday. Before we hear from Don Mattingly, we will take a quick commercial break. 
Okay, back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly after what really turned out to be a heartbreaking loss at Lone Depot Park yesterday. The Marlins losing streak now sits at four. Donnie, how disappointing you came like this after you guys battled back. It seemed like you finally got over the hump there and then just to lose in this option. Yeah, these these hurt. Um, yeah, I think anytime you lose a game late, it hurts you. And, um, yeah, you let, you feel like it was one of those games you had to lead early. We, you know, we give that up uh, and just keep fighting back. And, and finally, like you said, uh, able to get that big hit that we needed to kind of break through and feel like, okay, um, have a chance to put a game away. And weren't able to do it. With Bender specifically, he's had a lot of traffic on the bases in the ninth. Um, and that hurt a few times. But specific at that against Smith. What did you see from him, from Bender? No, it looks like he just you know, tried to go, go breaking ball. I don't know if he's trying to go back door or get it in on him. And it looked like he just stayed kind of in the middle of the plate. Are there any concerns just with, with him in the ninth that he's had some struggles? Well, I mean, all of our, there's always concerns. But he's actually, I think he's hit three or four in a row and, and been throwing the ball good. So, you know, we... We, we kind of know what kind of pin we have. Um, and, yeah, he's been, he's been pretty good back there. Would there be any consideration for, since you have several high leverage guys, to maybe give them a couple days just to see if someone else may be there? We, we've, we've used other guys. Uh, so you know, every time somebody gives one up, it doesn't mean you, you go a different route. Um, you know, we used a lot of guys in that game to get, get where we were. You know, we had, you know, region Richard in fifth. So it's like we're using a lot of guys to get back, uh, try to keep that game in check and, and give us a chance. What do you see kind of out of Elias? Or, I mean, I know the walks kind of started the trouble, but that, you know, kind of got out to the fourth inning a little bit. Yeah, the walks, you know, seem like all day, right? Yeah. Um, in the first couple of hits, right, he gives up the, the little chop to first and then the one off the end of the bat. Uh, the first kind of ball they called for a hit is the is the triple right that puts him in trouble, and it seems like there it just you know kind of kind of kept going, and uh, yeah, you know for the most part it looks you know he's a guy that has to be pretty specific of this fastball. He, he throws the ball up, but you he threw a lot of balls way up today. Um, thought he had a, threw some good changeups early. I thought were good. Uh, yeah, just. You know, he's got to be specific with his, his fastball. I guess uh, Birdie, a couple homers, and Del Cruz, a couple of yeah. I just, I guess, a showcase of the depth that you guys have been talking quite a bit about, just being able to step in. Yeah, obviously, Bird gets us, you know, on the board early and then gets us, you know, gets us a quick one. And, and him and Aggie right there back to back, you know, change that game from a three run game to a one run game all of a sudden, you know, that and that all happens with what two outs in the seventh. Uh, and change the game there. So, and then Daly gets a big hit, uh, you know, there in the, in the eighth. John Brady specifically, I mean, not known for his power, off to a great start to the season. What have you seen from him just offensively? No, he's been good. He's been driving the ball. He's, you know, a couple of balls in a gap in D.C. Um, I mean, he does have power. I mean, you're not going to look at him as a, you know, like a 30 home run guy, but he is a guy that has power if, if he, if he hits the ball in the right spot. So, yeah, today was, was nice. 
Okay, so that was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins lost to the Diamondbacks yesterday afternoon in Miami. The Marlins are in San Diego tonight at 940 locally back home. Jesus Lazardo goes opposite of the right-hander Nick Martinez. We'll be on the air at 910 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.